So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we found uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and, uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and, uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life, their money, uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life. And they support, um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we're, we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, it's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, okay, I, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This, this, this is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you and, uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's, uh, that's another really important thing these days. So folks, again, culturealife1972.com use promo code Patriot party, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Well, the older that I get, the less I give a damn. I hear people talking about the way I am Hell, I don't remember asking I can't say I ever have So if that makes me an asshole in your eyes Maybe I am 
I guess it must make some feel good They put others down All of those throwing stones Hell, who needs you around? I don't like your disposition I can't say I ever have So if that makes me an asshole in your eyes Maybe I am Best place for your opinion is right there Where the sun don't shine Yes, I am. Talk shit, get hit. And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Lynn. Hello, Patriot. She's better looking, too. I am. She really is. Every day. So, either way. Uh, <clears throat> wow. Uh, yeah. So, that's uh, so maybe I am. You, you know? You are an asshole. Everyone knows I that. am an asshole. That's, there's, that's not up for debate. It's like a definition I wear. It's a term of endearment in my it's world. Like it, um, when we fully enter the world of idiocracy and the Webster's Dictionary goes to a picture dictionary my picture is going to be right, right next, next to, to asshole. asshole yeah cannot yes. wait and mine, mine is going to be right next to tactless because <laughs> <laughs> you know i have no tact and we could say twitless there's a bunch of different little nah. things in there because you you'd still live in the twitterverse i don't i do Jumped. i do somehow I'm, I'm not sure how that's possible 
how I'm still in the Twitterverse. Yo, I got mail, motherfucker. And I've yet to, uh, I've uh, this this account has survived like a, an entire year. That's amazing. I in and out of itself, I that's haven't amazing. even gotten suspended. I like, know. I don't. That's like literally amazing. It's crazy. It there are figurative things that I say that are amazing. Yes, that's a physical thing that's, that's actually like actually amazing. actually amazing. Yep. I know. It's kind of insane. Takes it to a whole new level. <clears throat> Either way, so uh, my guardian angel angel must be looking out for me in the. Must be. Maybe my guardian angel's AI. Well, normally he's got his hands in his <laughs> fucking, his hands over his face going, oh, Jesus, what am I going to have to deal with Fuck. today? Fuck. Uh, oh, anyway, okay. uh, so where does the world find us today? Uh, it's been an uh, interesting weekend, at, at least. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've got some new theories on on things uh, to Me include too. Ukraine. Uh, I've got a whole new theory on that one. Durham got a brand new theory no, on that one. that's not a theory. Uh, that's actually not a theory now. It's been more or less confirmed yep. within the last 24 hours, Yep. Uh, which we're going to get into that. Um, <clears throat> I. Uh, it's not good either. Uh, Durham, uh, anyway, we'll get there. Yep. Um, Bill Barr got a whole new theory on Bill Barr. Uh, who Bill Barr is... Um, why Bill Barr is the way Bill Barr is. Such a um, shitbag? Yes. Um, to include other things. And um And I have to <clears throat> say, I'm I'm personally and I, I I hope that your theory goes the way that I I hope it does, because I've personally met Bill Barr. I, I met the man, I looked in his eyes, I shook his hand, I I didn't sense evil. He seemed like a nice guy. So hmm. I was very disappointed in his actions. I, I'm not. It doesn't surprise me. Um, well, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there because you wanted to start somewhere else. So we're going to start there. Okay. All right. Uh, stand tall. Tara, love for all. Uh, Welcome. Those are my three. That's the ones I was waiting for. I, I figured it was you three. Um, either way for the wolf pack out there. Dude. What the fuck is wrong with this thing? I don't know. I swear to God. I've been like. I, I, I screwed with it before. It worked just fine. Yep. Now we're on. And <clears throat> it takes like five minutes for it to figure out what the fuck it wants to do. But I think only shit. the first time. <clears throat> After that, it gets a little faster. Like yeah. It's got to warm up. <clears throat> I don't know. If it needs to warm up. See? It, it gets that one just fine. Yeah, well. I mean, he is a lawyer. <laughs> That's true, Tara. Bill Very Barr good. Is, is a lawyer. Very good. The, only, I, the only time you can, uh, oh, there it is, buying stuff. stuff. You know, but I, I, I tend to trust my instincts, especially with people. And yeah, as you found out this weekend, she's RH negative. <laughs> exactly. It all kind of comes with the blood. It does. And it's up in the blood. So I, I was. What up, blood? I don't know. I got to tell you that story just because I I, I just said that. So uh, there was a, a gentleman that I used to work with and um, he loved to call all, he was an older black gentleman. He loved to call all the younger black gentlemen that I, we worked with blood. And a lot of them had absolutely no fucking idea. Like the bloods and the crips? No, like uh, 70s jive blood. Now, you know where I went to school, my primary school days, and therefore... Yeah, but it wasn't in the 70s. Well, it was in the 80s. Exactly. But, um, I went to school in the Bronx. Yeah. And one of our janitors... P.S. whatever number it was. Yeah, one, yeah. 123, I think. Or one, yeah, 123. Yeah. So, no shit, one of our janitors, he was an old, like, 70s... He taught us jive. It was like the first language I ever learned outside of English. 
He taught us jive. Yeah. So one day I'm sitting there and he walked in. He goes, what's up, blood? And I just went the fuck off. In jive. In jive. Uh -huh. And his face went straight white. <laughs> and I thought, I was just like, what, what you ain't going to talk to me, blood? What's up? And he, he just sat there and just looking at me like, where the fuck did this guy come from? <laughs> and it was the funniest thing in the world because I was just pointing out the fact that Hey, if you're going to talk jive to somebody who has absolutely no idea what you're talking about, because the kid is literally 20 years old. Yeah. yeah. He has no idea what jive is. Yep. And I just busted out a full sentence in jive. And now you're sitting there looking at me going. I do believe that is cultural appropriation and you should have been canceled. Oh, well, I, I didn't get canceled. <laughs> that sucks. But he didn't know what to say. I thought it was hysterical. Okay. Especially it was just like, what's up, Turkey? What's up, Jive Turkey? Wait, you can't talk to this Turkey? This, this cracker? And he just looked at me like... <laughs> you called yourself a cracker. <laughs> well, that's how you refer to I know. people I know. I, I know. So I know. It was all yes. kind of part of the point. I anyway, gotcha. Um, <clears throat> so um, Ukraine's still going on. Uh, we We're still in have day that. 12. We're in day 12. Day 12 of the of Nothing the... Burger. Um, and well, I've... it was interesting today... Um, Putin came out and said that because, you know, there was all this, why did, why did they go after the Stand tall. Yes. That's exactly where I got it from because I was a kid. I just seen the movie airplane. I was just like, we were all trying to repeat the lines from airplane in school. And this janitor goes, Hey, uh, you guys are saying it wrong. And we're like looking at him going you know jive and he's like <laughs> oh blood you you ain't got no clue and next thing you know he's teaching us how to speak jive and it okay. was hysterical so Excellent. yes, yes. It, it directly so came little, from airplane little white eight-year-old boys yes speaking jive brooklyn speaking jive bronx bronx speaking bronx. jive come on get it right yeah that's a way to get your ass beat well it was pretty so. quick <laughs> we didn't go into harlem and do it shit <laughs> we stayed in our white in the 80s it didn't matter we stayed in our white neighborhood. There, there weren't, anyway. Yes, there was. Okay. Um, all right, let's see. So Putin came out today, or yesterday today, because there was this big hubbub about why were they going after the nuclear facilities, you know, these, these nuclear power plants. Um, he claims that they're making dirty bombs at those nuclear sites, and that's why they took them over. Uh, you, and the reason is, uh, survey says, hold on, survey says... No. I'm just saying that's what Putin claimed. What did, what, what did Putin do today? I'm not does, saying yes does, or no. I'm saying that's what he claimed. Anybody in the chat know what Putin did today? What did Putin do today? Putin turned off the lights today. Mm. To Kiev. Yep. Gone. Lights, yep. internet, all that shit's gone. Yep. Because he can yep. click a button now. Yeah. And he guaranteed another ceasefire for about another 24 hours, according to what he said. Okay. Which I don't think that's going to hold up. So they can sit in the cold and the dark. <clears throat> but either way, um, there's a lot with this. I think this Ukraine thing is going on. I, 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 did everybody go like, did you, did anybody like watch the news this weekend? If you did, you probably didn't see anything about the truckers convoy because you know what? I have to go to red state or right side broadcasting to find anything anything about the truckers so, convoy i did hear two stories on the news over the weekend about the truckers convoy mm -hmm. i heard something on fox and it was very disparaging they were saying there's all these trucks heading to dc with no actual plans they don't know what they're doing they're just going to go up there and drive around yeah that's not the case at all i, I know but that's what they were saying on fox news because they made it today just in case mm -hmm. you're all yep. wondering um and then there was something on newsmax as well about 
the tr- that was not nearly as disparaging, but they did do a little bit of coverage on the trucker convoy. So, <clears throat> like, I think 90% of this is, A, uh, there, it's a two-pronged attack here. The first prong is the Democrats are de- in desperate need of a fucking win. They're in desperate need mm-hmm. to claim a W somewhere. Anywhere. And with 2022 coming up right around the corner, the fact that uh, they are losing by over double digits in every primary race so far, they're being primaried at, um, they're fucked. And they're, the only way they can win anything is by having a war. That's it. That's the only way they can get a, a, a W right now. Because, well, they're, listen, their financial strategies are not working. They're... Home internal policies are not working. Their energy, yeah. Their foreign policy is not working. Mm-hmm. Their everything across the board is not working for Yep. I hate to say it, folks. If you love or trust or even put anything into Fox News. No. Go ahead, take all that stock back out, and I'm going to show you why tonight. But yes, I, when we touched on it briefly in our in our Kovacs special as well, but that doesn't come out till Saturday. So yeah. by the way, we, we sat down yesterday and recorded almost four hours of our quarterly Kovacs special. And it was probably the best one we've done so far. So pretty epic. Actually. Yeah, it really was. We had Janet and Matt and a special surprise guest that I'm not going to reveal now. Um, you'll have to wait and see. I will recommend that you bring the tissues, especially for the first hour. Um, it was uh, definitely a tearjerker. Yeah, but man, that was it was an incredible episode. So I'm looking forward for it coming out on Saturday. So so uh, anyway, there was a Russian whistleblower that came out that warned uh, Putin that the invasion of Ukraine will be a total failure. <clears throat> uh, I uh, what he's talking about um, the Kremlin's F, uh, what this guy this guy came from Kremlin's FSB group, um, which is their. Uh, it's basically it's like they're, they're it's another bit of the KGB. I was going to, it's not um, like their secrets, more like, like their CIA almost, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he claimed in a report that he thought that from an, an analyst in the FSB, he warned of a total number of Russians killed could exceed over 10,000 Russians killed during the conflict. Uh, despite the report, Russian defense ministry in Moscow has only acknowledged the deaths of some, uh, some 498 soldiers in Ukraine. The times has claimed the whistleblower, also said that no one in the Kremlin knows the death toll because they have lost contact with major divisions, which is a scary fucking thought. The um, Kremlin is not talking to their their commanders on the ground? Correct. Um, Ooh, that is wrote, rough. You have to write an analysis that makes uh, the Russia the victor. Otherwise, you get questioned about not doing good work. Well, it is the Kremlin. <clears throat> of course you do. Of course it is. It's, it's a communist country. Yes. Suddenly it happens. Everything comes down completely groundless analysis. Um, we're acting int- intuitively on emotion, our stakes, and have raised over higher hope that we suddenly something might come through for us but by and large though russia has no way out they're already in this they either win it or they don't let her also claim that a chechen leader uh ramzan Kordov, uh was the at the cusp of causing an outright conflict with the russians and the ukrainian forces that foil the plot to kill president uh, vladimir Zelensky. uh the report suggests that russia could need over five hundred thousand, which is true you're gonna go occupy a population of 4.45 million people yeah, it's or about, 444 it's about, million people. Um, you are talking about a huge invasion force, uh, twice that what we invaded Iraq with. And you have to cover so much ground. You have to keep so many people at bay. It's a tough one to, to do for anybody. Um, 
And I don't think Russia's got it in them, uh, A. But B, I don't think this is really going on anyway. So it's kind of pointless to talk about this. But it's not because this is what's being reported. It's kabuki theater. Um, I don't even like saying that because that's what Sam Tripoli uses. And I, I don't completely agree with that either. I don't think it is. I think there's a little bit of both. There's some. There's some something of it, that's something going, is on. going on, but it's definitely not what not they're what, telling us. What we're being told. Not not at all. Not, not even close. And you know, um, what there was another. Apparently, the the daughters of Russian oligarchs are going on making TikTok videos, where uh, they were going on and making TikTok videos in support of Ukraine. Weird. Um, and now Russia has shut down TikTok. TikTok is no longer streaming in Russia. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? And that's a Chinese thing too. It is. Weird. It is. And China came out today and said that um, unequivocally they are behind Russia. Yeah, well, yeah, well. 100%, which we already knew, but the, the, the mainstream media was trying to play it like maybe China's going to come over, you know, this, that, and the other. Like maybe China will disavow Russia. No, not, not going to happen. Tara loves the Kovac specials. Uh, love the three or four hour shows. Really do. It made my Monday go by so fast. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's fake and gay. Yes, yes it is. The whole thing. Uh, completely is. Yeah. It's been scripted. It, it is. And it, it if, is you, all if you don't get that it's been scripted, then maybe this isn't the show for you, but this has all been scripted. Everything um, has been scripted. If you haven't listened to Sam Tripoli today, I ask that you go listen to Sam Tripoli's newest episode. Yep. V Lynn almost made her debut on the episode where they started talking about Ukraine. Yeah, I, I, I really sure, thought he was going to play my clip. I thought they were going to bust yeah. out your clip, but yeah, they didn't. I thought I was so, like, too. Wow. So uh, why is this going so poorly? Other than we talked about uh, the Air Force, Russian Air Force, and I told you about the Air Force, and I told you that the Air Force, in light of a news story that I we just found, uh, I, I actually just found today, uh, one of the greatest surprises from the initial phase of the Russian invasion in Ukraine has been the inability of Russian aerospace forces, or the VKS, um, fighter and fighter-bomber fleets to establish air superiority, or to deploy significant combat power in support of the underperforming Russian ground forces. On the first day of the invasion, an anticipated series of large-scale Russian air operations in the aftermath of the initial cruise missile strike and ballistic missile strikes did not materialize. An initial analysis of the possible reasons for the identified potential Russian difficulties was deconfliction between ground-based and surface-to-air missile batteries, lack of precision-guided munitions, and limited numbers of pilots with the prerequisites expertise to conduct pre pre precise strikes in support of initial ground operations due to low-average VKS flying hours. These factors overall are relevant because there's no longer sufficient, they're no longer sufficient in themselves to explain the anemic VKS activity as the ground invasion continues into its second week. Russian fast jets have conducted only a limited number of sorties in Ukraine airspace and singles and pairs, always at low altitudes. Hmm, singles and pairs. That sounds like training operations for 90% yeah. of the United States Air Force. So according to the author of this paper, basically what he goes on to say is one of the downfalls, or one of the great things about the U.S. military, and I will speak highly about this, we practice, one of the things it was most quoted by the Kremlin in the 80s and the 90s was the United States military practiced chaos. And it was absolutely true. Everything we did was based on a chaos theory. So it was unpredictable. <clears throat> Not just that it was unpredictable, 
But as the Russians noted, we're fucking good at it, mm-hmm. which is the scary part. Hurry up and wait all the way. Because we practice chaos in the U.S. military on a day-to-day basis. Maybe not now, because, because it became a more gentler kinder woke how you doing army but back in the day we used to practice chaos on a day-to-day basis the russians could not understand how we were doing what we were doing when we were doing it that being said the russians have not been at war since 1986 they I mean, have they not fought they they, they, were, they have sort not, of started a war with no, ukraine in 2014 they have not fought a major large-scale ground incursion into any country since 1986 and they got their asses whooped in afghanistan yep. and left turn all their equipment tail hide hide yep. and ran yep okay so they have not been involved in anything like that so they're Pilots have been doing nothing but train Training. sorties. Mm-hmm. One, two, maybe three planes max. Now, when you get to the point, though, where you have to la- launch a massive aerial barrage, you're talking 8, 10, 20, 30, 50 planes in the air at a time. They don't know how to fly You've got to like deconflict airspace. Not only do you have to deconflict airspace, but then you also have to I- be able to identify who's good and who's bad. When you can't do that, you can't accurately tell who you're going to shoot down out of the sky. There is a possibility that Ukraine has had some wins in shooting down aircraft. However, I'm going to put a larger bet on the fact that the Russian manpads have shot down more of their own planes than they've shot down Ukrainian planes. I'm willing to put money on that. Because if you don't have that deconfliction about who's above you and you shoot anyway because you're afraid of getting killed, let me tell you something. I wonder how compartmentalized the Russian military is. I I wonder how many little cogs Uh, there are in the wheels. I'm glad you brought that up because there is a part to this. Several VKS pilots have left and returned without knowing why they were going or where they were going or what they were going to do. There was not a sufficient time to plan, and the continued pattern of activity suggests that more significant conclusion that the VKS lacks a total institutional capacity to plan, brief, fly complex air operations to scale. There's significant circumstantial evidence to support this. Admittedly, admittedly it is tentative, but the explanation is sound. If you have pilots taking off without a fucking mission to go bomb a specific target, think about this. The Japanese in World War II, okay? They were given, there was what, oh, uh, two, uh, there was 47 different fighter groups that took off from Japanese aircraft carriers December 6th, 1941, mm-hmm. when they flew into Pearl Harbor. Each fighter group was given the picture of a boat and said, this is your boat. This is the marking on the side of the boat. Yep. This is the way the boat looks. Now, mind you, Japan had never fought an actual aerial air-to-ground incursion ever, but ever in the history of their country. Excellent planners. They pay great attention to detail. Every single bomber group, plane escort group, everybody that was with that had pictures of the ship they were going after. They sunk. 37 of the 47 boats hit in Pearl Harbor that day. Yeah. That is above an 80% kill ratio. What is it? Planning wins 90% of the war? So Russia is having a severe issue with their air forces. I would 
venture to guess that's why we've seen such a stall with the transportation going south or coming from the south to the north and the transportation going from the north to the south to Kiev. I would venture a guess that that's the other issue we're having other than the self-termination of a lot of their vehicles where they're popping holes in their gas tanks and destroying the vehicle. They're going out. Now they're stealing food from the Ukrainian supermarkets and Ukrainian families on the ground because they have run out of food. Their supply lines have outrun all of, or they've outrun their supply lines. There's a lot of probability for a lot of this stuff, but more importantly, moreover, what I think's really going on is we're not being really told the truth. Well, no, of course not. A. B, there's a lot of cover-up going on on our side of the, the fence. Yep. Uh, NATO's side of the fence, because I'm willing to bet that NATO is not tracking or they're playing cover-up to what's actually going on there as well. But then it brings up the question about Ukraine. Okay, so... Before you get into that, I I have a new conspiracy theory. And this kind of goes back to, you, you mentioned uh, Tinfoil Hat episode from today. He had my Maria 777 on and um, Who someone I've, else. I, have, uh, um, I hate to say this out loud, folks, but I've realized I am not a fan of her. Oh, that's, that's fine. But She sounds hot as hell and she's a lawyer and I appreciate both of those things. However, yeah. Um, not a fan with a whole lot of the shit she said. However, I did kind of give her, her uh, a big shot thinking about the Matrix, the way she described the Matrix and her belief that the Matrix is what we're all in right now. That actually played a little bit. I was like, eh, okay, I could see that. So at 8.49 this morning, I tweeted in response, um, Eve for America put out, is World War part of the Green New Deal? And my response was, Radioactive fallout is a good cover-up for vaccine injuries and 5G reactions. Just saying. And then I went and listened to the tinfoil hat episode from today, um, this afternoon, and my Maria basically said the same thing. Well, I'm just saying. So, but when you think about it, when you look at it, because if you, if you remember the very beginning of COVID, and we were all talking about 5G and the connection between 5G and COVID and the symptoms. Not more specific is 5G and the vaccine. Well, yeah, that too. But e e even before the vaccine, mm -hmm. the very beginning, the symptoms of COVID very closely mirrored the initial symptoms of radiation sickness. Well, radiation poisoning, not so much. Oh, sickness. you're right. Radiation poisoning. Okay. And, and we were making the connection then, right? Actually, I was making the connection more with a nerve agent than it was radiation. Because but, the, the, the initial symptoms of COVID and the initial symptoms of uh, a nerve agent or a biological agent that's been introduced into your uh, world, uh, which would be a nerve agent, um, that agent, it, it showed more of those symptoms from everything from the nausea to the in, inability to breathe, the inability for your blood to turn over oxygen, yep. which was all very... That's very rare in radiation unless you're right by the blast site. And normally by then, you are now 33 million degrees above zero. Mm -hmm. So you've just become basically glass. Okay, but to my point, to my theory here, over the past two years, they have done everything they can to get people, they have gaslighted people to such a degree that they will literally believe that the sky is... Green. Fluorescent pink. I mean, you know, neon pink, green, whatever, if the mainstream media tells them. Correct. Right? 
And that's not necessarily gaslighting. What they did was they normalized it. it, it, Cognitive dissonance, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, Most people are not familiar with the symptoms of radiation radiation poisoning. Let alone Radiation sickness, nerve poisoning, anything like that. Mm. So whether or not they actually do it, if they told people that they dropped a nuke here or even across the world. Because remember when Chernobyl blew, what did we say? They found radioactive material on top of the... the, the uh, Empire State Empire Building, State the Building, Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower, like all, all yep. over the world. All it would take would be one big nuke to be dropped anywhere and they could claim radioactive fallout went around the world and use it as cover for vaccine injuries. Well, see, just my theory, just my theory. Okay. And I have a theory too with that because, um, well, first Santal, I'm shocked about all of this. I guess I always overestimated Putin. I always figured that he was way more tactical than this. I I Mm. agree. I thought the same thing, but here's the problem with being a dictator. It's, you have to have people under you that is that are just as competent or you, that is, as you are, right? It's either that or you have to do everything yourself and you cannot, in an operation of this scale, you cannot do everything yourself. And if you don't trust the people under you because you rule them through fear instead of respect, or you know all you have is yes men kissing your ass all the time, you don't actually have independent thinkers challenging you, making things making things better by challenging you when you just have someone literally giving you a blowy every single day you're you're not that there's that level of incompetence there that you know it could be that the people under him just aren't that good Uh, what the hell's going on here i I have no idea what is that i have no idea cloud hub huh having yeah Having trouble streaming to Cloud Hub. Well, that's weird because I was just yeah. in Cloud Hub and it was up there. So, anyone that's watching us on Cloud Hub, I apologize that we are apparently having streaming issues to Cloud Hub. Good, uh, good evening, there, Robin. Welcome. Um, and stand tall. Yes, too many yes men. Well, I th- I think there's a little bit of both. Uh, we're going to get into that a little bit more here in a minute, though. Something else that really irks me about all of this, and something that you said before. Uh, first of all. And I'm just spitballing here. Maybe other people will see this the same way I do. I'm kind of sitting there going, what if, uh, what if there is, uh, I I love a blowy every single day. I'm going to become a dictator. A dictator. A dictator or a dictator. dictator Instead of a dictator, because that would be the other way around. Um, What if there are no nuclear weapons? Well, what if the, there's the possibility that the whole nuclear thing is to scare all the rest of us subservient fucks into following in line and being running down that line to, to make sure that we don't fuck up? Have you ever heard of Galen Windsor? Yes. Okay. So in case all of you don't know, Galen Windsor from the early 80s, um, he theorized the same thing. 
He did. And he literally buried uranium underneath his floorboards. Yeah, I know. And put enough residue, but they might not, put enough residue around his house to set off. He ate. Alarms. He ate it. Yeah, he and ate he was fine. Uranium two thirty five. Yes, but he he told the government that he was hiding uranium in his house so that they would tear up his floorboards so that and they didn't find anything, um, yeah. so they'd have to give him new floors. Yeah. <laughs> They're already calling climate change the reason for the main symptoms of the vax, but combine them both. Why not? Why exactly. Not? Absolutely. Great, great point. Climate Biden change. Stuff. A, a n- nuclear fallout would most definitely contribute to climate change yep. but it would it would act as an accelerant to climate change think about it would it Th- well they would say it would nuclear fallout made climate change so much worse just like that i can totally believe that there aren't any nukes yep. you're absolutely right yep. so this is my point other okay. than galen windsor that was a great point <laughs> he did do that and he ate mm-hmm. uranium 235 he's still alive today folks mm-hmm. he ate powdered uranium uh i thought you're supposed to die from like cancer and months after being, your skin should like literally like be falling bubble off, off yes. of your body and now yeah. don't get me wrong your hair falls out and all I, this i've personally seen what happens at what happened at chernobyl i, I wouldn't i, I wouldn't want my hair to fall out i really happened, good hair it wouldn't make a difference to you that wasn't that wasn't a nuclear bomb that was a, a uranium rod that had too many of the rods shoved in at one time mm-hmm. that failed to operate the way it was supposed to, did not eject the rod when it went in, and instead the whole reactor melted down. They started a nuclear chain reaction that they could not stop. My point is this, right? That happened there. We had, uh, was it Three Mile Island in 70, uh, 69, 71? Did I not just make a point like two or three podcasts ago that if there really were, if nuclear weapons were as bad as they say, then Hiroshima and Nagasaki and all of Japan would still not even be occupiable. No, because if if they were as bad as they tell us they were. Technically, you're wrong because again, the output of the amount of uranium used in both Fat Man and Little Boy aren't even close to what we have today no i understand and since that. we only dropped those two bombs you got to remember we were dropping nuclear weapons in los alamos yeah for months so they say you can still live out in los alamos right nobody's glowing exactly so i'm just saying exactly they were testing all sorts of shit out there they tested not only did they test nuclear but they tested hydrogen as well mm-hmm Hydrogen bombs, which if you understood how a hydrogen bomb, which we know there's one somewhere just off the coast of Georgia here that accidentally fell off the bottom of a plane and nobody can find the motherfucker. It's still out there in the marsh somewhere. But if you understood how a hydrogen bomb works, it actually turns liquid molecules in the air into little explosions. So when it goes off, all of the hydrogen molecules in the air blow up. So that's why it's so bad. Because what is 90% of our, or 60% of our atmosphere made out of? Hydrogen. Water. Yeah. So you're looking at some really yeah. bad booms. Oh, yeah. Bad, bad booms. Uh, what's, oh, hold on. What's this? Okay. Um, this Let's is see. funny. I'm going to be a warlord. Skip Toblos <laughs> and go straight, straight full, full sex. Damn straight. That's funny. Skip, skip the damn fat fingers. Yep. <laughs> some, some people, people like, like Toblos. <laughs> Uh, you know what they say, fat fingers, fat. Yep. You'll have that on those big jobs. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, that was all right. So anyway, um, it kind of gets us to this point now because I, I'm to the point where we're all to the point, I think, that we're pretty sure that 
<laughs> Ukraine's a great big psyop. But let me play this real quick for y'all. Everything's a psyop. Okay, so Lindsey Graham. And on, I watched this live Thursday night. It was on Hannity. Yeah, so and well, this is what he said. Thursday morning, he put a tweet out. All right, hold this on. This is the tweet. Where to let it go. Where to let them explain it. Okay. More successful Colonel Stauffenberg in the Russian military. The only way this ends is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You would be doing your country and the world a great service. Um, sent that out just a short while ago. Your reaction to that tonight? I think it's insane. Did he suggest that it should be a secret plot and tweet that as well? I mean, more successful Colonel Stauffenberg. So real quick, folks, don't get me wrong. Uh, I don't like Lindsey Graham any more than anybody else here. Uh, however, I don't disagree with him on this point. Uh, I do believe that Russia could have another Colonel Stauffenberg and actually more successfully, more successful than what took place in Operation Valkyrie during World War II. Uh, however, uh, Lindsey, dumbass, you don't go out and say that, you fucking moron. As a senator, you a are sitting, sitting senator, senator for the United States of so America. If something happens to this douchebag, it's our fault. It's no, uh, no matter what happens, he could die of absolute nat nat natural causes. Doesn't matter. They'll, they'll. If you don't believe that Russia has conspiracy theorists like we us, You're, they do. They do. They, they sit there and they do the same shit that we're doing right yep. now. They're not allowed to do it as cool as we're allowed to do it. No, we have a podcast and all this cool shit because well, other than that, now, they would get shot in their house. Facebook and Twitter have been banned from Russia. Whatever. I care less. for disinformation I, and. Thank God. CNN's not broadcasting there anymore because Russia put something out saying that. I need to um, go to I need to go to Russia. Any, anyone uh, I don't any, have to watch CNN. Anyone broadcasting misinformation would be immediately jailed. And like, oh, CNN had and, to leave. An hour ASAP. later, CNN was like, "We'll no longer be broadcasting." We'll be no longer broadcasting from <laughs> Russia. But either way, he's an idiot because he, he shouldn't he have is. gone and done that. Well, and then he doubled down. Yeah. that was his tweet from the morning, and everyone was no, up in arms about he, it. He did the tweet right after the show. That's what she just said. Right after the show, that was the night. That was the same night. That's what she was wearing the other night. Right after him. Okay. So it was right after Hannity, he dropped another fucking tweet about the same thing that he said on Hannity. He said the same thing. He's an idiot. The tweet came first because I saw it in the morning and then he was on Hannity that night. Minus, but whatever. No, he wasn't because it was after we got off this show. It was Thursday night. Mm -hmm. He was on Hannity. It says 10.59. It said 10.59 p.m. I thought that was the time of the show, but whatever. Okay, it doesn't matter. So I, all I can say is he's an idiot still. Doesn't change. Doesn't change my opinion on him. He absolutely. However, is. I agree with him. I don't. I I think the that reason somebody should because no matter what happens at the end of the day, Putin is still a communist dictator. I understand, but here's why I don't agree with you. Okay, Freeland. What's her name? The um, the assistant prime minister in Canada. Oh, oh Jackie Freeland. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, or Kathleen, or something Kath like that. Kathleen Freeland. Yeah, Freeland. Okay. Yeah. Or Kathy Hochul. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's in New York. What's your point? Yeah. The one who's who's going to come up behind Putin? He could be ten times worse than what Putin is right now. Sometimes it's better the devil you know. No, the only thing you missed, Robin, is Putin turned out the lights today in Kiev. Yeah. Because he's got the control of that power plant, so he dropped all the lights in Kiev. Which, is, I, whatever, I'm kind of immaterial about, but, um, well, other people seem to be up in arms about it. Anyway, um, unhinged Strangelove's versus 
Putin puppets in the invasion of Ukraine ignite, ignites a fight on the right. Is there a Brutus in Russia? Lindsey Graham tweeted. Uh, whatever. Uh, I don't need to go through that again. The heated in internal debate propelled Lindsey Graham uh, suggestion on Thursday that someone in Russia should assassinate Putin, um, <clears throat> which several conservatives answered with coaching, uh, scorching criticisms of Graham's suggestion, uh, retweeting colleague uh, Ted Cruz. Um, this is an exceptionally bad idea. Use of massive economic sanctions, boycott Russia, oil and gas, provide military aid to the Ukrainians, defend themselves. But we should not be calling for the assassination of heads of state. Yeah, I disagree. We used to do it all the time. We're just, we don't have the bloody gloves anymore. That's it. Uh, Matt Gates responded with pretty much the same thing. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene actually retweeted and said, Graham's unhinged. Um, it would again, be Gaddafi all over again. I, I don't disagree with the theory, though. I disagree with the way he went about it. Uh, our country has, we have one of the bloodiest histories in our country. There's a lot of people out there that don't realize that. We have a horrible, horrible way of going after other countries that kill Americans. For instance, Lockerbie, Scotland. There's a book out there. I want you to all go look it up. Um, it is Black is Black and Nazis are Red. And it's about the 13 most vengeful countries in the world. Guess who's number one on that list? America. Israel. Guess who's number two on that list? America. America. We've killed more fucking people because you killed 13 American citizens on a plane flying to Lockerbie, Scotland that were going for a soccer match. And we shot down four plane loads of fucking people flying in and out of Tehran. But and we're talking American soldiers died in Afghanistan and no one gives a shit about that. Well, that's because we got a fucking asshole who can't remember his own fucking name. Yeah. Uh, either way, uh, basically, this article is all about that. We don't want another well, World let's, War III. Let's actually hear Lindsey Graham say it because he's such a... F oh, he is a twit. Um, and I watched this live and it was stupid when he said it. And when How I heard him say it? it, I was amazed. I was like, no way. He is not saying that right now. Yeah. He did. And I sat there dumbfounded looking at my TV. I was like, what in the fuck His did he just giant say? TV. This retard. It's gigantic. How does this end? Somebody in Russia has to step up to the plate. Is there <laughs> Brutus in Russia? Is there a more successful Colonel Stauffenberg in the <coughs> Russian military? The only way this sh ends, my friend, is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You would be doing your country a great service and the world a great service. Um, How does this end? Somebody in Russia has to step up. So, yeah, and Hannity went with it. Of course he did. Hannity went along with it. Well, um, that's because Hannity is... A sellout, too. Sellout, bought and paid for, Matter a fact, complete shill. Go get that article for me. Oh. I think this is a great point to bring where, that up. Where is it? It's on the coffee table right next All to right, me. All right, why don't you go to an ad real quick? All right, we'll go to an ad. Okay. Real quick. Mill ...where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. I 
are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow, sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spend a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align in the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. Okay. All right. So we're back. Real quick. Uh, you had an article the other night that you brought to my attention. And I, I had never seen this article. And this is and uh, this came from Emerald Robinson, and she used to work for Newsmax. She got fired because she refused to get the jab, uh, which I stand with her completely. A thousand percent. Um, yeah. But go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about Sean Hannity that they didn't know before. So Emerald Robinson and her Substack, um, which is not emeraldrobinson.com. It's actually and uh, emeralddbnumber3.substack.com. Okay, so... Uh, she put this out February 23rd, and it was largely overlooked. Uh, what happened to Hannity? The popular Fox News host has some explaining to do to his audience. Allow me to introduce a painful subject that's difficult to discuss in conservative circles, but long overdue. What has happened to Sean Hannity? Now, I'm not talking about the fact that Hannity seems to have done the exact same TV show for the last two years on autopilot. This seems so obvious that it's hardly a controversial opinion. Even his ardent admirers can admit that most nights sound like they were pre-taped in 2019. What changed, really? The scripts are exactly the same, but the eyes look sad. Let's call this the vape pen sh stage of the Hannity show. And yes, Hannity was caught vaping on air, um, which we vape on air all the time. So there's nothing wrong with it. But doing it on Fox rather than a podcast is a little different. Okay. I'm also not talking about why Hannity keeps putting the GOP establishment's court jester Lindsey Graham on the air to say absurd things like, I'm going to get to the bottom of Russiagate. Why Hannity keeps giving airtime to Republican grifters like Senator Graham is a matter for Hannity and his audience to argue over. Or perhaps Hannity and his shrink. Does he still believe Graham's dumb lies or does he simply not care? That's another essay entirely. Nor am I talking about Hannity spending 2019 and 2020 telling the American public that indictments were coming soon over the Russia hoax and then staying mum when the outcome that he had personally vouched for actually turned out to be a hoax itself. This would have ended the career of any other anchor, but not Hannity. He just kept going like one of the speedboats that hits the shore and flips in midair and then lands like nothing happened in a James Bond movie. 
Why was Hannity so cocksure that Bill Barr and his DOJ minions were going to indict the Russia hoax plotters? Was it perhaps because DOJ sources called influential anchors like Hannity every other day to assure them that justice would be served? In other words, intentionally misled people like Hannity in order to delay justice until after the 2020 election when Biden would be installed? It sure looks that way. Hannity was not the only one deceived. Of course, he was the most prominent one deceived and his audience deserves an explanation. At least Fox's feisty Maria Bartiromo had the courage to call up Bill Barr and scream at him over the phone. Well done, Maria. The legendary Fox anchor Lou Dobbs took it one step further and castigated Bill Barr on his Fox show. So you don't have to wonder why Fox News executives with pronouns in their bios now canceled Dobbs show two months later. What did Hannity say about getting played this way so publicly? Nothing. Hannity's texting problem. This particular essay will only deal with Sean Hannity's text to various White House officials after the 2020 election. These texts have been released by the Democrats' January 6th committee, and they will surprise and confuse Republican voters across America. What do these texts tell us that's so disturbing? The first thing they tell us is that Sean Hannity was basically in charge of the White House press office during the last days of the Trump administration. Let's take a step back for a moment and ask, should we treat these texts as authentic? Obviously, I don't trust anything the Democrats do or say or release as a rule. However, Hannity has not publicly stated that his texts were altered or presented out of context, to my knowledge. If that were the case, wouldn't you scream to the skies about it? His attorney did release a note saying, we are evaluating the letter from the committee. We remain very concerned about the constitutional implications, especially as it relates to the First Amendment. We will respond as appropriate. His silence on the subject of the authenticity of these texts seems significant. The texts themselves are going to be extremely difficult to explain to Hannity's viewers, too. He apparently texted White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany on January 7th to say that it was time to give up on fighting the stolen election. Here's the entire letter from the January 6th committee to Ivanka Trunk if you want to read it. No, I'm not kidding. Hannity was telling White House officials in private the exact opposite of what he was telling his audience in public. Number one. No more stolen election talk. Number two, yes, impeachment and the 25th Amendment are real and many people will quit. White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany reportedly responded to this message with, love that, thank you, that is the playbook, I will help reinforce. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. So let's summarize. Sean Hannity was telling the White House Press Secretary what to do. And what was he telling her? He was telling her to surrender. It was time to pack it in and give up. Does that sound right to you? Hannity, who was all blood and thunder on his show, was acting as the ringleader of the Trump Should Quit Brigade on January 7th. Does this surprise you? It should. It certainly shocked me. Hannity also texted McEnany that it was key to keep President Trump away from certain people, writing, no more crazy people. McEnany responded to this text by saying, yes, 100%. Who were these crazy people who Hannity considered such a problem? One can only assume that he was referring to the prominent group of lawyers and military leaders who were still contesting contesting the stolen election at Trump's behest. People like Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, and General Michael Flynn, who were invited to discuss post-election strategy by President Trump at the White House in December. These people were all blacklisted at various times from appearing on Fox News, too. And that's the main point. President Trump himself wanted to contest the fraudulent election results, and Hannity did not. So, 
Yes, Stan Hall. He is very good friends with Trump. He's talked to Trump. He's been on Trump's yeah, fucking... They text, apparently, they, I mean, they, they personally texted back and forth all the time. I, I've been asking this... Okay, so, like, the reason that I walked away from Fox, other than... November 3rd. November 3rd. Arizona. When everything came out and they were using that stu- stupid predictive fucking, ooh, look at me. Yeah. So on and so forth. AI. Um, and I thought that was gayer than AIDS. But minus that part, the thing that really threw me off about Hannity was every episode I watched, it was, hey, go get your vaccine. Yeah. Go get your vaccine. Every fucking, well, matter of fact, every fucking host, except for Bongino. He is the only one that has not done it. Every host has said, go get your vaccine if your doctor tells you to. Okay, hold on. I got something for that too. Emerald Robinson had something for that too. This actually came out two days ago, also in her Substack. Mm-hmm. Fox News and Newsmax took Biden money to push deadly COVID vaccines to its viewers. Corporate news outlets did not disclose the money they took to push dangerous drugs to their conservative audience. See, so that's where my issue yeah. is with Hannity. I, 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 as a person, he he probably is a good guy. I, I'm just saying that I have a very serious issue when you walk around and you tell people that uh, you, oh, you've got to go get the vaccine. And then you turn around in the background and you say, well, yeah. You know, you know, behind closed doors, it's one thing. But when you're on air, oh, you've got to go get your vaccine. Yeah. You've got to go get your vaccine. You've got to go get your vaccine. It's like listening to The View. It's and- like in response to a, a FOIA request filed by The Blaze, HHS Health and Human Services revealed that it purchased advertising from major news networks, including ABC, CBS, and NBC, as well as cable TV news stations, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, legacy media publications, including the New York Post, the Los Angeles Times, the Washington Post, digital media companies like BuzzFeed News and Newsmax, and hundreds of local newspapers and TV stations. Mm -hmm. So when they are paying you millions of dollars total, all told, they paid out over a billion dollars in advertising for the vaccines. And that's, Robin, you're absolutely right. Yeah, Hannity's, Hannity's been, been paid, paid for, for 100%. And you don't bite you the hand that feeds you. You are not a good guy when you sell your soul for money. Yeah. And I completely agree yeah. with you. The same reason that none of these, uh, the same reason that NBC wouldn't come out against China because of the Beijing Olympics, right? Because that's where their money's coming from. Rules you don't for bite, me, not you for don't thee. bite the hand that feeds you. If the government's paying you all this money in advertising to push the vaccines, you're sure as shit not going to come out on air and say that they're killing people. So um, there which is, they are. There is another part of this, and yes, rules for me, not for we, um, or the uh, stand tall. Yes, completely agree. There is an article that I never want it to die. So you all need to do me a favor and make sure you go get a copy of this article printed out and make sure you hold on to it because I don't think this article should ever die. But this was a political ar- article uh, that came out on 111 2017. If you have not read this, this is actually a really big fucking article. Uh, one of the things that came out in this article which was uh, the title of the article was Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump backfired. Okay, let me make sure I read that again. Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in 2017, this was what was written. Ukrainian government officials tried to help Hillary Clinton and undermine Trump by publicly questioning his fitness for office. They also determined, uh, disseminated documents implicating that a top Trump aide in a corruption and suggest scheme 
uh, and suggested that they were investigating the matter only to back away after the election and helped Clinton allies research damaging information on Trump and his advisors, a political investigation found. A Ukrainian-American operative who was consulting the Democratic National Committee met up with top officials in Ukraine and the Ukrainian embassy in Washington in an effort to expose the ties between Trump and top campaign aide Paul Manafort and Russia, according to people with direct knowledge of the situation. The Ukrainian efforts had an impact in the race, helping to force Manafort's resignation and advancing the narrative that Trump campaign was deeply connected to Ukraine's foe in the East, Russia, but were far less con- concerted, uh, centrally directed than Russia's alleged high, uh, hacking of the dissemination of the Democratic emails. Russia's efforts uh, was personally directed by President uh, Vladimir Putin involved in his country's military foreign intelligence services, according to U.S. intelligence officials. They reported briefed. You got to understand the people that are talking about this are all people that believed in Trump collusion, the PP gate, everything else that took place to include uh, the money. Um, and oh, by the way, they were also paying Hunter Biden. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we, they still are. We have seemed to have forgotten that. Yeah, this cannot be forgotten. This has to stay in the forefront of everything going on in Ukraine right now. And I ask you to, if you don't believe us, if you if you don't believe me, do me a favor, take a step back, and just reread this article, and then go watch what's happening right now on the TV, and tell me that I'm wrong. If I'm wrong and this doesn't make any sense to you, then Maybe this show isn't for you. Or maybe you're not truly awake yet. But if you're truly awake, you're going to look at this through the same filter that I did. You're going to say the same thing that I did. How can we stick up for Ukraine when Ukraine's tried to fuck us now twice? Well, I will say that the administration, that the, the our wonderful current government came out today and said that if Zelensky is killed they are looking for a leader to replace him. Hmm. They don't even hide it anymore. They are looking for a new puppet to install in Zelensky's place. So now now my question becomes, though, is Zelensky going to die because of Russia? Or is Zelensky going to die because, like, Hillary shows up, taps him twice in the back of the head with a suicide note next to him? Does it matter? Either way, they're going to blame Russia. Well, exactly. That's my point. Just like Lindsey Graham, it goes back to my Lindsey Graham argument. It doesn't matter what happens to Putin or Zelensky. It doesn't matter if they drop a nuke or not. They're going to blame the nuclear Automatically, the fallout. it's going to Russia. And I'm not, don't get me wrong. A lot of people have taken what I've said out of context. I'm not saying that Russia is a great government. Mm-mm. I'm not saying that Russia is a great country. No, we don't support communism. I am more, I'm just merely stating that, yes, uh, whoa, whoa, we're going to get there. Stand by because that has everything to do with this and stand tall 1776 just so you're all aware so what he said okay soros is backing ukraine says it all not only that what you don't know about soros and ukraine will blow your absolute fucking mind so but whether or not you know we we don't support putin we don't support a communist regime we don't support russia in general but that doesn't mean we can't let one enemy destroy another for us right let putin go after ukraine let him get rid of all of the bad shit there we can deal with putin later why waste our energies going after them when he's already doing it we're not 
We're not, we're not letting him go after him. Well, I know. Because, okay, so th- th- this was an argument that was brought up earlier. So I'm going to go ahead and just let you have it right now, okay? No, we're not doing that. Why aren't we doing that? I'll give you a perfect example why we're not doing it, okay? Perfect example is because our hierarchy, our U.S.-backed, Bio labs, our U.S. backed yeah. child sex trafficking, our U.S. backed fucking money laundering is all in Ukraine. Oh, I know. Soros has backed it too. Why is Soros backed it? Because Soros is also connected to the deep state. The deep state is funneling money through Ukraine. Of course. To not only buy kids and sex trafficking and, and drugs and adrenochrome. Yep. But they're doing all of this at the behest of the sitting U.S. president right now. Of course. And his minions um, amongst amongst the minions yep so all of this shit is all it all converges way too neatly and prettily and the thing that drives me up an absolute fucking wall is nobody's looked past it nobody in the media not one station have i seen yet not oan not newsmax not fox news not abc cbs you mean NBC. all the ones that were paid by hhs to push out vaccine yes My point is nobody's pushed past that. Not one person has pushed past that and asked another question about it. Of course not. Why would they? They're still getting paid by the government. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. Uh, The the Russian slap bite videos. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Stan Hall said uh, Russian people are awesome, though. They are. Meanwhile, in Russia videos, all people are awesome. I I don't have an issue with any of them. All regular people in every culture are awesome. It's it's the elites that are trying to rule us over that suck. Parkour. Parkour. (laughs) That's a good one. What? It's a a TV show. Okay. Uh, Those Russian slap fight. Yeah, those are pretty funny. So anyway, all right. Now, um, the next clip we're going to play is actually from a couple years ago. And... uh, if you are listening to this and not watching, then we'll we'll describe the reaction. Uh, but this is President Trump from a couple years ago, three or four. Reliance on a single foreign supplier can leave a nation vulnerable to extortion and intimidation. That is why we congratulate European states such as Poland for leading the construction of a Baltic pipeline so that nations are not dependent on Russia to meet their energy needs. Germany will become totally dependent on Russian energy if it does not immediately change course. Here in the Western Hemisphere, we are committed to maintaining our independence from the encroachment of expansionist foreign powers. All right, I know that was low volume on Trump. I apologize. Um, can leave a nation vulnerable to extortion and intimidation. That is why we congratulate All right. uh, European states such as Poland for leading the construction. It's just that that's just it's a really low yeah, video. That's the way oh. the video is. Um, but when he <laughs> right there uh, just a little before, the German people there literally started laughing at him um, when he was talking about how the Germans are going to become 100% dependent on Russian oil. The Germans started laughing. I bet they're not laughing now. Yeah. 
What's this? I think, t- to be honest, I think something is going on with your audio today in general. Oh, great. Hmm, weird. We'll find out. We're, uh, I don't know. I, everything is coming through normal. I, the, the the Trump video was low. It was low when I you know when I heard it. It's low on my phone. Unfortunately, we can't that one. Boost it, yeah, unfortunately. That, that's as loud as that's that as one goes. As loud as we can get it. Yeah, that one was always low to start with. So, uh, U.S. defense contractors, former CEO, arrested for allegedly exporting military technology to China. Mm-hmm. Former owner or chief executive of a California-based military contractor has been arrested for allegedly breaking federal export laws by transferring sensitive U.S. technologies to uh, countries such as China. Hmm. Hmm. This is what, this is, I I actually printed this article out for a very big reason, but the 77-year-old Joe Suri, who used to run the tungsten heavy powder and parts uh, has been indicted by a federal grand jury on charges of knowingly and willfully exporting military intelligence, including data and drawings, to China and in India without U.S. approval. The Justice, Justice Department announced March 5th. The San Diego-based company supplies fragments and weapon grenade components made of tungsten and a rare metal to the military. Pro- prosecutors have identified Surrey's 70-year-old brother, Dory Surrey, a dual citizen of Israel and South Africa as a co-conspirator, co-conspirator, an arrest warrant has been issued for uh, the men who remains a fugitive and is believed to be living in Israel, which Israel has no extradition um, deals with us. Uh, here is he Mossad? No, nah, I guess if he was, he probably wouldn't have gotten caught. Hear reverb. How the fuck are you hearing reverb? I have no idea. Maybe it's just love for all. noise reduction so I, i'm not really sure hold on okay try turning this down just a little bit is that sound better i guess we'll find out maybe it's me here maybe it's just me doubt tara uh, said there was a little yeah, weird, echo, weird stuff. echo stuff before i left there's a little bit still for me too weird uh yeah okay well right. whatever so, it is on. what it is let me try this let me try this anything different now do you hear anything different now Maybe that's better. If that's it, I'm going to be really pissed off and I'm going to punch the fucking computer. <laughs> Don't punch the computer. Anyway. Anyway. So right. um, prosecutors have identified Surrey's 70-year-old brother, Dory. Uh, well, I already read that. The brothers allegedly created a non-company email and secretly accessed sensitive documents from tungsten parts systems in which Dory Surrey was given full access. The two men then exported the sensitive technical drawings by email to Dor, who was in India and China, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Southern District of California. The reason that this is such a big deal, nope, LOL, it's not terrible. Okay, well then it was that, and I'm going to punch the computer now. No. Thank you. Uh, the reason that this is important is because this goes back to my belief that this is another reason why the left needs to have a war, okay? Because this here, um, China is the number one, uh, China and Israel are the two number one, um, don't start dick punching, buddy. Yeah, I get it. Um, China and Not Israel yet. are the two number one exporting factors of military intelligence and our secrets from the United States. Israel's horrible for it. They are the absolute worst. They will steal. If it's not nailed down, they will take it. So will China. China's the same way. That's why they sent uh, Chinese spies to our college campuses, because they realized that we were making a lot of the shit on 
college universities. That's where most of the research is done. So what China did was, well, we're going to start putting people in there so we can Absolutely. start figuring out what the fuck y'all are working on. Infiltrated at the ground level. The military industrial complex is the fucking worst. They want war more than anybody else does because when you work on something for a lifetime, you develop something for a lifetime and then you put that something out for a lifetime. That's the type of shit you want to see come to fruition. Well, this just goes on to show you China's not stopping. Israel's not stopping. It doesn't matter what we do. But the problem is, is that we have an incompetent government in charge of us right now that will not stop this. I guarantee that if Trump was doing this, this wouldn't be happening right now. Just throwing it out there, not saying for sure, but just it's probably a pretty good bet. Well, they're they're going to get their war. Oh, they, they, they already have it. Well, I'm, they're going to get a bigger one. Whether or not we're involved is uh, a different story. That's the question is whether or not we're going to be involved. So remember the Arab Spring? Yep. Okay. Who doesn't? Right. The Arab Spring went off because food prices were so ridiculously high. Correct. Food prices now are higher than they were when Arab Spring kicked off. That's correct. Right. We have never had prices as high as they are right now across the board. Okay. Okay. When you get to a point where I'm going to argue with you, I'll no, argue I, with you. I know. Um, last night I went and filled up the car, even though I, I, I had a half a tank. I was like, let me fill it up now before it gets any higher. It was three ninety nine a gallon. This morning I drove past the gas, same gas station, four oh nine a gallon. Mm -hmm. It's going up 10 cents a day right now. And people don't understand, and I know you guys do, but a lot of people don't understand that when the price of gas goes up, it doesn't just affect your personal gas tank. It affects the gas tank of all those truckers that are bringing food to the, to the store, which in turn affects the cost of food, affects the cost of all goods and services. And not just that, but petroleum is used in so many products. Manufacturing wise. Exactly. Yeah. That now even things that you don't think use petroleum, they actually do in manufacturing. The price of everything is going to go up exponentially. You know, the Romans... The Romans ruled by the mob, okay? They controlled the mob with food and games, with distractions, right? Now, you know when Rome fell? When the person that was in charge of releasing the grain to the people decided to hold it back to make more money on it. And then when he finally released it, they caught on to the gig and they destroyed him and they destroyed the entire freaking city. And it was fair game for the marauding hordes to come in and take it over. It all has to do with food. Um, I, I, <clears throat> that, that, was, that was the beginning of the end of Rome were the food riots. Uh, I, and with that, yes, I, I'm not arguing that. However, uh, survival of the fittest. Yeah. Um, again, I, when this happens here, if you've done like what we, what we, what we talked about, um, if you've done what we do or what we've preached about, at least stocking up, if you've got a lot of ammo, if you've got a lot of food, you got all that stuff, you've got nothing to worry about. Yeah. I'm having three yards of compost delivered tomorrow, by the way. 
cheaper than buying in bags. There's a, a landscape supply place that'll just come and drop it off. And because um, I'm building out the vegetable gardens, I got 200 seedlings going there. Our, our plants are doing great. I got tomatoes and peppers and squash and corn and okay, well, that's sunflowers, great. That's great. all but kinds the point of is, stuff. The point, is, the point is, no, stop. get ready. You cannot depend on the grocery stores for your food. The point is, is that if you've listened and you've done those things and you're ready for that, then you have nothing to worry about. Um, those people who have not done those things, those people who have not gone to that level, they haven't sat there and fucking talked about it. They don't, they don't even care. Um, they're like, oh, don't worry about it. The government will take care of us. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Again, if you've done the right thing, you're good. If you haven't, you're fucked. And guess what? We're going to figure that out when the time comes. But that won't be for until that happens. Might be sooner, a lot sooner than what we all think. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, but moving right along, Biden, uh, Vladimir is back. Okay, well, hold on. The, this this clip caught my eye real quick as I was scrolling through my Twitter feed last night because you remember when we had Mickey Willis on and he mentioned um, when Judy Mikevis first came to him about making her, doing her story. And he was like, well, and he laid out the timeline for how long it takes. Um, Both to uh, how long it takes to produce a movie or a show or something like yeah. that, right? It takes six months to write the script and then at least, and this is, I mean, minimal, like doing it quick, six months to write the script, another six months for, produ you know, just to film and then maybe another six months for post-production. You're looking at minimum a year, probably a year and a half to two years to get any kind of movie or miniseries out, right? Okay. Pop this clip up here. This is coming up on ABC. This is a preview for Vladimir versus Zelensky. This is coming up now. He thought he was God. He's now one of the most vilified men in the world. He is the everyman. Zelensky is the Tom Hanks of Ukraine. Which Vladimir will take over? He thought he was God. Okay. Two so, men at war. Really quick. How long have they been planning um, this? These, understand, first of all, okay, you got Vladimir, who's obviously been there for a hot minute. And then you got Zelensky on the other side. Zelensky was installed. Remember, Zelensky was a... An actor. He was an actor. He was a lawyer and then an actor. He was an actor and he was put in place to be president of Ukraine. Yep. Uh, does anybody else see an issue there? Almost everybody is an actor mm -hmm. that's involved in our government or has been involved in our government. Reagan was an actor. Mm -hmm. um, who else? Nixon was an actor at one point. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, I mean, this affects everybody. Yeah. Trump, you could consider Trump, Trump an, actor an actor at Absolutely. one point. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I can't get my, I can't say it any more blander than that. That's obvious. We have a actors that are in charge of us. AOC was an actor. Zelensky is a Soros puppet. Yeah. We're going to, I'm actually going to get back into that because that's actually really interesting. There's a lot of stuff there. Um, I'm going to wait for the next, maybe Wednesday before I do it, because I got to put all my stuff. Okay. Uh, I didn't post the story about me almost getting Jeep stuck up the back property. I did send that one to the <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Did she? Yeah. Did you bury it good? In like up to the, uh, Trump was an actor. Yeah, yes, Trump was, was an actor, absolutely. He completely was. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Think about how many actors have been president of the United States. Yeah, but when I when I saw this preview pop up, whoa, what just happened? 
Oh, never mind. Uh, we got backed out of the studio somehow. How the fuck did that happen? What the fuck is going on with this thing tonight? Wow. I hope you all can hear us still. Um, can you hear us? Okay. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Hello? Wow, that was really weird. No idea what happened there. So we still have five live viewers. Okay, so hopefully we're everybody else hopefully we're still live. No idea what just happened there. Yeah, that it was it just weird. booted us out. It just so, kicked us out. So anyway, when I saw that preview of this well produced show pop up on my feed coming through Hulu, I was just like, Hey, this war has been going on for twelve days. And they started talking about it a couple weeks before then. Certainly not enough time to produce an entire special about the war between the two of them, craziness. Well, that, so. that's crazy. Apologize okay. about that, folks. I have yeah. no idea what the hell just happened. Yeah, that was so that weird. That was craziness. Yeah. All right. So uh, some more action uh, slash. Um, this must be yours. I didn't theater. pull this clip. I didn't pull this. This isn't mine. This is yours. What is this? I, I did. Okay. Oh, Okay. Uh, full video of the alleged capture of Ukrainian intelligence officials accused of planning uh, terrorist attacks. Now they're saying the sound is clear as a bell. Wow. I, I fucking, okay. I have no idea. I, I don't know what's going on tonight. Well, uh, maybe the government's tapping in. That's all I can say. <laughs> nice. And the sounds are fixed. So it fixed itself. Holy shit. This all is right. amazing. Uh, well, Houston, we got kicked, we got we kicked out and, yeah. and then we got, then came back in itself. and it fixed itself. Apparently. So weird. Clear as a bell. No idea. Um, okay. Good deal. Jow. I like Jow. The Russia Ukraine war is being used. It's been going on for years. It I has agree. since it 2014 has. and maybe even longer. CIA left. No idea. Okay. I like it. Okay. All right. All right. So, so we're going to play this clip real quick. Yeah. Cause the, we got to get off of this. The propaganda is so thick. It's just ridiculous. It is. It's horrible. All right. Okay, here we go. Hold on a second. Did you say this was Russian guys catching Ukrainian intelligence officers, or did you say this was in Ukrainians. Ukrainian guys? Catching Russians because uh -huh. what they're speaking there is Russian. Yeah. This supposedly is Ukrainians catching Russians. Hmm. Давай, держу. 
If you just if you're just watching, they just pulled out some fuses, uh, RPGs out of the, or if you're just listening and not watching, they just pulled out RPGs and fuses out of the back of this car after they just grabbed these two dudes off the side of the road that were in their car. They smacked them around a little bit, threw them in the back of a truck, and now they're opening the trunk. They found RPGs with fuses and whatnot in the back of the trunk. Looks like there's one, two, three, three bushels of these things. So you're looking about six, nine, nine rounds total. Uh, interesting. Very interesting. Oh, nope. Those aren't, those are AKs. Wow. Okay. So they had a bunch of AKs in one of the bags. They had some RPG rounds in another bag. Um, they got about four AKs in another bag. And what appears to be, oh, there's the, there's the launcher. There's the RPG launcher. Very interesting. I, I don't think uh, really quick, just so I can make my opinion here just really quick. Yeah, that's um, why I wanted to play this, because there, I wanted your opinion on I this, because I not, didn't think it was what they told us it was. I do not believe that that is Ukrainians catching Russians. I think that's Russians c catching Ukrainians. Uh, yeah. I definitely think that. Yeah. Because those don't look like, that doesn't look like a Russian RPG-7. That looks like a, uh, could be a Chinese-made um because it's got the little handle right behind the, the main hand grip. Um, and those look like, a couple of those look like AK-47s, but a lot of them look like 48s or 50s, uh, just by looking at the, judging by the gas tube and the piston below. <clears throat> That's a rough one. Uh, but that did not... It's mm. not what they tell us it is. I, I'm going to start carrying in Kroger bags, Tara. I think. Okay, so um, uh, let's on. see. Robin Marie said, what are we watching? Detroit and Russian, Russian soldiers dressed in plain clothes bullshit. That's what yep. I said. That's Downtown why I, Sydney. Yeah, that was good, Robin. Like are those that. pillowcases? Yeah. <laughs> Kroger, Kroger bags? bags. <laughs> Hell yeah. I carry my, you don't carry your guns in Kroger bags? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> Shit, I go to the range every Sunday like that. They look at me like I'm a little high, but fuck them. <laughs> Maybe you are. I might be. <laughs> What do they know? Interesting. That is a very interesting video. Yeah. Who, where did this come from? Clint Ehrlich? Ehrlich, yeah. Ehrlich? Clint Ehrlich. Interesting. I don't know if that's Ukrainian. Oh, though. yeah. The alleged capture of Ukrainian intelligence. So it was Russians. Oh, so ca it was capturing Russians capturing Ukrainians. Ukrainians. Okay. Yep. So that's a little background. Okay. All right. So what did Joe have to say now? Oh, God. This is just ridiculous. Enjoy this one, folks. This is for me to you just for fun. Seriously. And, uh, how do we get to the place where, you know, Putin decides he's going to just invade Russia? Nothing like this has happened since World War II. How do we get to the place where, you know, Putin decides he's going to just invade Russia? Nothing like this has happened since World War II. <laughs> what is, is this guy fucking? All right, forget it. Yeah, we, it's just going to piss me off. How do we get off. to the place no, where no, Putin no, decides sorry, that he's going to invade Russia? That just pisses Russia. me off. Uh, that's gone. Fuck that guy. Putin, I, Putin's invading Russia and nothing like this has happened since World War II. <laughs> holy shit. All right, really quick. <laughs> this we is amazing. 
by a bunch of idiots. Uh, Supreme ah. Court uh, today, the Supreme Court rejected uh, the New York school workers attempt to block the vaccine mandate. Just in case you're aware, it's still uh, ongoing. Supreme Court has turned down a bid by New York City school employees who sought to block COVID-19 vaccine mandate before they were fired. Uh, majority of justices denied the request, which has been referred to the full court uh uh, by Justice Gorsuch, uh, a Trump nominee. As is typical in such cases, the composition of the votes was not released. The city's Department of Education in 2021 ordered all employees to get a COVID-19 vaccine with limited exceptions or medical religious grounds. 15 workers sued the department, alleging that they were wrongfully suspended instead of being granted religious exemptions. Um, the way the exemption applications were handled, the suit said, violated the U.S. Constitution. They, they asked the nation's top court to step up and issue a preliminary injunction while the circuit court panel weighed whether to overrule earlier decisions of the applications. The panel on March 3 rejected the attempts to overturn the decisions. A lawyer for the plaintiffs told the Supreme Court on March 3rd, but he said that the rejection showed that the nation's top court should intervene, alleging the court fundamentally erred by placing the burden of the applicants rather than the government to show that the applicants' religious accommodations denials are narrowly tailored and further compelling of interest. Uh, justices thought otherwise and offered their own rejection. So, uh, no, they've been rejected. It doesn't go any further than that. The nope. court rejected it. Moving right along, uh, Durham rips apart Sussman motion to oh. dismiss and lay out uh, lays out the Clinton connection. Okay, really quick. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> Bill Barr. No, you can't make this shit up. No. Um, stand tall, seventeen seconds. Yeah, wait till you hear what's uh, coming next. Yes. So this morning I was sitting there listening because Bill Barr went on NBC this morning. Really hurt my head to have to listen to this fuckstick. But uh, what's his name? He does the nightly news. Um, Lester Holt, he interviewed Bill Barr this morning on NBC uh, or aired parts of his interview from the prior night. I watched the whole interview the night before. Um, first of all, something Bill Barr said kind of hit me sideways last night, and I went and started doing a little bit of research. This morning, I actually found it. So uh, five months and three days to the date in which... Five years. Or five years and three, three days to the date in which... Uh, Barr, or not Barr, but uh, Durham, released his findings in the probe. Um, the statute of limitations went up three days prior to that. Yeah. Durham so, waited until three days after the statute of limitations expired before he dropped his report. So no matter what happens, to understand how this, let me put this in context for you. No matter what happens from this point forward, nothing can happen to these people. <laughs> It doesn't matter whether they find a fucking smoking gun and an email that Hillary sent to Sussman saying spy on Donald Trump. It does not matter. The statute of limitations are up. Okay. The charges that he filed against Sussman will not hold up in a court of law, nor can he go after anybody else connected to the conspiracy. It's all gone. It's over. This has been a smoke show. This has been, hey, here's the shiny object and here's the other shiny object. Now you see both my hands. Guess what? You can't do anything about it. It's, Durham is a done deal. I hate to say that. I don't want to say that because I believe Durham's finally barking up the right tree. But it does not matter now. It, we can't do anything about it. All of the statute of limitations have run their course. I thought that was bullshit at first. I had to go look it up. 
Sure enough, yes, by three days, the statute of limitations were up. I, you can't make this shit up. There is no way. Now, to t- now try and explain to me. I'm going to sit here like I'm holding a cup of coffee and I'm going to say Durham's fake and gay. Convince me otherwise. And you can't. You can't do it. There's no fucking absolute way. Durham was a shill. I can't believe it because I was sold down that river too. I bought into that river as well. So it doesn't matter what it comes out about this shit. Don't listen to fucking Fox News. Don't listen to Red State. Don't listen to these people that it's are trying to another sell distraction. you a distraction about what's really going on. Durham fucked us. Yep. And that's the only way I can put it. Uh, not only Dur- Durham fuck us, but I, I, I got to believe that Durham has been a complete shell working from the inside out from the beginning, which tells me that he's probably a Comey buddy. Hence the reason I found very interesting that Comey's daughter was involved in the prosecution of what's her name? Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine. Yep. So I I'm, I'm beginning to connect more dots here. This is all make, you know, who just, you know, who Durham's or uh, Comey's daughter used to work for before she went out on her own in New York. Durham. Yep. She sure did. Yep. So there's a lot of things that are now making a lot more sense. And I'm beginning to believe that nothing, no matter what we do, it it seems like we get so far ahead. And then the second we turn around, we get smacked in the mouth and it don't matter. And this is what it feels like right now. It feels like I've been backing this guy up saying, don't forget about Durham. Wait for Durham. Wait for Durham. Wait for Durham. Durham was coming. You're damn right. He was just way behind the fucking goddamn power of the ball on this one. Wait a minute. Hold on. I got to put this up here. Stan Hall said, does the dude even exist? There's like two pictures that are supposed to be him on the World Wide Web. No video. What gives? See, I, I don't know. Beginning to wonder myself. Good question. I mean, I see this picture all the time. This is the one you see it's the every only one day. You ever see. This is the one you see every day. It's the only picture you've ever seen. But yeah, it doesn't matter what he said to Sussman. It does, he charged Sussman with four extra crimes. It don't matter. doesn't matter. He's not going to get convicted of them. He won't even stand trial for him. Guess what? He will never even sit in front of a judge because this will never go in front of a judge. Mm -hmm. So if you thought we were going to get to the answers about all this, nope, not happening. Not fucking happening whatsoever. Nope. And I'm, I trust me, I'm as deflated about it as you all are. And I'm pissed because now I've been lied to again by my own government. The one that I stood up for and said, Hey, uh, you can take my check up into my, including my life. And, uh, fuck that. It ain't worth it now. Fuck this. This has all been bullshit. Smoke and mirrors, kabuki theater, whatever the fuck you want to call it. This has been bullshit from the beginning. They knew this was going to happen. They planned it this way. Now, whether or not the plan was it to take down a sitting U.S. president or whether it was to install a puppet president that we have right now, I'm not sure. But what I can tell you is that this is all bullshit. And it doesn't matter what happens now. That's all I can tell you. It does, because once you pass the statute of limitations, any judge with half a th- half their salt is not going to let that case proceed in front of him. And the reason is because no matter what happens, even if the judge rules consistently with the prosecutor on it, in appeal, it will never stand appeal. And it, no judge loves to have a ruling overthrown um, based on appeal. It doesn't, that's not, does not look good for a sitting judge especially a federal judge. Yep. Um, skip that clip. 
because we're already running late, but it's a Monday. We always run late on Mondays because you got to cover the whole weekend. Oh, yes. This is... So, uh, Piznazi's press conference today, she got hauled on the carpet. It does look like Bruce Willis in disguise. Eh, not really, because Bruce Willis is completely bald. He has the fucking monk fro going on. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. Okay. So, play Piznazi. So, um, she got called on the carpet in response to gas prices, because that is on the top of everyone's head right now. And it sounds like you guys are blaming Putin for the increase in gas prices recently, but weren't gas prices going up anyway because of post-pandemic supply chain issues? Well, I, I think there's no question that as we have seen and outside analysts have conveyed this as well, the increase in the anticipated continued increase, which is I think what some of your colleagues were asking about. No, they that haven't. That is a, a direct result of uh, the invasion of Ukraine. And also there was an anticipation of that. Uh, that was that uh, was uh, was factored in as gas prices have gone up. So you say that you're gonna do everything that you can to reduce the impact that high gas prices have on Americans. Uh, we're asking other countries to think about maybe pumping more oil. Why not just do it here? Well, to be very clear, federal policies are not uh, limiting the supplies of oil and gas. To the con let me finish. To the con let me finish. An executive order. His Peter, first week I'm that halted new oil and gas. Let me let me give you let me give you the facts here, and I know that can be inconvenient, but I think they're important in this moment. To the contrary, She's we have uh, the, we have been clear that in the short term, supply must keep up with the demand. Where we are, and here and around the world, will we make the shift to a secure, clear, clean energy future? We are one of the largest producers with a strong domestic oil and gas industry. We have actually produced more oil. It is at record numbers, and we will continue to produce more oil. There are 9,000 approved drilling permits that are not being used. So the suggestion that we are not allowing companies to drill is inaccurate. The suggestion that that is what is hindering or preventing gas prices to come down is inaccurate. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to stop this bitch right here because I'm about tired of hearing this. All right. She is so full of shit. She's it's like it's running out of her ears. I know you can't see it, but it's, it's under her red hair, but there's a lot of just turge just rolling down her cheeks. Um, this twat, it couldn't be more wrong. Yeah. There's no economic advisor that came out and said, oh, look at this. This is the reason why gas prices are going up. No, they've actually come out and said the opposite. The reason gas prices are going up is because fucking Biden killed the Keystone Pipeline. Yeah. And he prohibited all new drilling Fracking on federal lands. or anything on yeah, federal it's lands. All, it's all gone. This is... The facts matter. Yes, the facts matter, yeah. you stupid hole. Yes, but and they guess are what? inconvenient for you. But guess what? The facts matter only when... It's against Republicans. Yeah. But when we have something bad to say about Democrats, well, oh, oh, no, oh, no, 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 that's not a fact. No. That's a conspiracy theory. Yep. Oh, my God. This is I, this is like such fucking crazy bullshit. Uh, maybe producing more bullshit, but definitely not oil. Correct. Yeah. They aren't. They're not producing oil. They're still buying oil from Russia right now. Yes. And now Venezuela and possibly Iran. They are considering purchasing oil from Iran and Venezuela instead of using our own. Um, I don't know if you all ever read the book Red Dawn, the original book Red Dawn, the one that came out with Patrick Swayze, that whole bit. The movie? You mean? Yes. No, but there was a book. Okay. And in the book, uh, the first couple chapters kind of what, what led to the invasion of the United States uh, for 
the World War III, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the really interesting parts that I found, which was really crazy, was although they didn't use the countries, well, they did, because they said Russia, they said Cuba, and they said Southeastern or South American countries. Uh, that one of the things that led to the invasion was that they were purchasing oil from Russia, from Cuba, and from South American countries Mm -hmm. and having it shipped to the United States. That's how the troops got into the United States. A lot of them kept coming on trains, planes. uh, Oil transports. Oil transports, exactly. And that's how the initial part of the invasion started. However... I found it odd that when I heard that today, the first thing I thought about was Red Dawn. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, hmm, sounds familiar. I mean. Almost like there was a playbook about this in the 80s and they handed it to us and said, hey, look, this is what's going to what happen we're gonna in do. 2022. Yeah. Hmm. Here's what we're going to do. Just, just wait. Saying. Just wait. Oh, what a stupid twat. She just irks me. I can't listen to she more. Irks I, me. I, there's like two more clips of her, but I, I don't know that I can. Well, it depends. Does it have something to do with what we're talking about? I mean, that one's four minutes long. There's no way I'm p- playing four minutes of that bitch. This one is only a minute. Yeah. Hey, and is it just me or does does it look like Peter Ducey gained some weight? I was thinking the same thing. Is that like a COVID fat He shock? looks Did very he get, puffy. Does it does it look like he's suffering from like a- Vaccine a, injury? Vaccine injury, yeah. possibly? Yeah, puffy. He might have a little inflammation. myocarditis going no, on No, just there? general inflammation. Wow, I just micro that. blood clots. Like, wow, you look kind of fat there. He man. looks. I was thinking the exact same thing. He looks very puffy. Robin's like, please spare. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, Robin. But this is so important. I know it's piss Nazi though. I know she said. You gotta twat. love the Nazi. She's such a twat. I fucking can't stand. It. I want to read to you, if I could, Jen, some comments from people we've met at gas stations today. One woman saying, "I just never imagined to see the cost of gas be this high." Another said, "It's a huge stressor to my financial situation. A huge stressor." It's kind of like something I've stressed about, like during the day, will I be able to afford gas? How much money do I have? What is the White House? What is the president's message to Americans who are going? Look at Peter Ducey in the background, folks. Just watch his face, please. This is the funniest shit in the world you'll ever see. Just watch it. The gas station today and seeing prices so high. Well, the president's message is that he is going to do everything we can everything he can to reduce the impact on the American people, including uh, the price of gas at the tank. What is also true is that because of the actions of President Putin, because he invaded a sovereign country, that created instability in the markets. That is something the president talked about even before uh, Russia and President Putin moved forward with their actions. Uh, But we have already taken steps. The president has already taken steps. Historic release from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, one that's done in a coordinated fashion. And clearly, we will continue to have conversations with large oil producers and suppliers around the world about how to mitigate the impact and and consider domestic options. I'm sorry, I was hoping that they were gonna get the return to that dude because he asked another question immediately following that. The next one. And fucking, uh, hold on a second. It's the next clip. Uh, Peter Ducey sitting there, you can see him right in the background and he goes. Yeah. And it was just fucking hysterical, but he probably stress eats after having to interact with her. I completely agree. Probably. I stress eat because yep. I have to I have to deal with her all the time. Whatever. Well, okay, maybe I don't stress eat. I You don't stress eat. You just yell. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot easier to do. It really is. And you you get a good workout too. Well, there's some of that. And this is only 37 seconds long. Yeah. So that's not that bad. I think this is the I think this is the one you're talking about. 
that. Go ahead. Thank you, Jen. It sounds like you guys are blaming no. Putin for the increase in no, that's gas the same prices. One. Oh, that's recently. the first one. Weren't yeah. gas prices going up anyway because of? No, that was just really okay. funny. The other one was it was it, they go back to that other guy. That other guy asked another question, following a follow up question to that, and he just sitting there in the background. You can see him like in the background. And she goes, "Well, that's not actually." And you just see him roll his eyes, and it's fucking hysterical. <laughs> and I was rolling. I almost died. Um, oh, Stantall said, lying ass bitch, this is all about the Great Reset. Yes, exactly. it is. That's and exactly this, this what it's war all about. 100% is, is accelerating their, their Great Reset plans. And then he asked, uh, stress drink? I, I do that too. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. Yelling burns more calories. That's yes, true. Yes, it does. Um, so Adam Curry, you know. And he, appa apparently it ups your... Blood pressure on your blood pressure. Um, it's not good for you, apparently. Adam Curry, he like invented podcasting. Yeah. Even he's been red pilled now. He flat out came out and said that this whole Russia Ukraine thing is just all. You, um, you can't help but see it. It's all it's all theater and deliberately to bring about about the Great Reset. I, I completely agree. It's absolutely true. All right. Uh, so this was pretty. Holy shit, that's loud. All right. So um, on the home front here. And I titled this episode, It's All Coming Out, because it is. Um, this is not beyond the statute of limitations. Garland Fabrito, who, does, uh, who's, who runs VoterGA.org um, here in Georgia, and he is completely nonpartisan, right? He is a, I think he's a, he might be a libertarian. Hell, he might be a Democrat. I know he didn't vote for Trump because he's come out on multiple occasions and said he didn't vote for Trump. But he has been concerned about voter integrity in Georgia for decades and he's been working towards it. Stan Tall, did you see my meme that I posted today on Truth Social? If you haven't seen that meme yet, it's actually really funny. Um, there was this, these two guys are sitting around the corner of a bar and the one guy says, well, I voted for Biden because I didn't want to vote for Trump. And the other guy on the other side of the bar says, yeah, it sounds, sounds logical. I had a headache, so I had my head amputated. Yeah, I cut my cat. I cut my head off. <laughs> I was like, "You've got to be fucking kidding yeah. me!" But that's what's going that's on. That's what it is. Um, so anyway, so uh, Garland Fabrito did this uh, live press conference. Unfortunately, they turned the replays off, so um, wasn't able to see it. But Candace caught some of it on her feed, so we're going to play some of this. This is the evidence of voter fraud here in Georgia. In Georgia, it's coming. We found that there are 17,724 certified Fulton County presidential votes that have no ballot images. Now, if you were, pay attention to that last slide, I know I went really fast, that's not possible because you have to have a ballot image to create the cast vote record to create the tabulation. So there are 17,000 votes in the Fulton County certified results right now that for which we have no ballot images to support those votes. So the question is, why are they there and how did they get there? The impact of this alone means that there are 13,303 extra Biden votes and 4,279 extra Trump votes that cannot be substantiated. That's a net difference of about 9,000 in a uh, in, a, in an election that was decided by 11,779. In one county. And that is, yes, thank you, David. And only, this is only Fulton County. Everything we're talking about is only Fulton County. 
That was one county in Georgia. How much did Biden win by Georgia? 11,797 yeah. votes. Yep. Right there. That one county. One county. Overturns Shh. Georgia. No, it doesn't. Because if you look, it's 13-3, 4,279. Subtracting the two. Mm -hmm. Stand by. Yep. Subtracting the two, you still don't get exactly... 11th, but that was only one county. And this is only one por portion of it. Go to, the, go to the next one. There's another one. Oh my God. Hold on a second, folks. I apologize. She's got this rigged up some, something weird. Uh, oh, no, maybe that no, was, no, it was, was it? it was further. Uh, sorry. It was further down on that, that scroll. My apologies. Great. But anyway, so that okay. was only one county though. Uh, did you, hold on real quick. Um, Stan Tall said, yes, ha, ha I did. It was so real. Um, and this one, did you ever look into Patel Patriots de-evolution de series on Substack? Yes. Yes. It's kind of insane. And I've seen, yes, you're absolutely right. And when and we first looked at it, we were like, I mean, it's a possibility, but there's no evidence right now to back it up. We, we don't see it playing out at that time. And that was back in September that we, we were looking at and it. Now, 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 now what, it's coming what's true. coming out in Wisconsin, what came out in Arizona, what came out now in Georgia, what we're finding coming out in all these states, but the problem, and we're getting close again, but the, again, what Georgia, Wisconsin, and Arizona did was this is all locked up under a criminal case. So there is no, um, no statute of limitations with it. That is a big problem for the Democrats right yep. now. And that's what they're scared of. They are scared to death because they also know that they're not going to get away with cheating this time around. And they know that people are going to be watching it like a fucking hawk. So whatever happens in 2022, Biden knows he's fucked. I don't know. They're already saying that there was cheating in the primary in Texas last week. Yeah, but Republican won. Abbott won. Yeah. And I know that he's not well-liked. He is not well-liked in Texas. Is there anybody from Texas that is chatting with us right now? If you're in here and you're from Texas, tell us a little bit more about the Abbott thing because I'd love to know a little <laughs> bit more about that. I've heard there's a lot of people out there that are not big Abbott fans. Yeah. Abbott's been playing- He is establishment rhino. Yeah, that's what yeah. I- He's been playing both sides of the ball there. Uh, but either way, uh, bigger news coming out of Georgia today, which I- Our good friend Candace Taylor- um, was, I'm much happier about it. It was a qualification yeah, that, 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 that. day. All right, well, let Candace tell you. Jesus. Well, it's official. I just paid my qualifying fee. I signed all the paperwork, and I am going to be on the ballot May 24th for the governor's seat of Georgia. And we did it. Hard work, lots and lots and lots and lots of time, energy hours for about 14 months that led us here today. And now we have around 80 days to win this seat to the people of Georgia. And we're going to do it. It's going to be awesome. I need your donations. I need you to go right now to CandaceTaylor.com. I need you to donate. I need you to door knock. I need you to sign up to be a volunteer. I need every single one of you to help. And we can do this. We can take this state back to the people and away from the establishment. And if you were here qualifying day and you saw all the establishment politicians on both sides of the aisle qualifying, no enthusiasm, you would be like, yes, let's get somebody in there that cares about the people, okay? So we're gonna do it, we're gonna take this state back, it's gonna be awesome. We are gonna have accountability. Can you imagine that? Accountability right here at this, at this capital. Oh my gosh, what a concept, right? So let's do it, let's, get, let's do it together. Together, we can do anything. So pray for us, help us, 
go to kansastaylor.com, sign up to be a volunteer. You go get involved and let's win Georgia back to the people. Um, and I, I, I can tell you right now that type of excitement enthusiasm that's what we right there that's that's what we see every time every every time we've had her on that's the way she is she is not every time we've met her every time we've talked to her yep and she remembers who we are she knows who we are she She doesn't yeah she doesn't forget a face nope um which i give her a lot of credit for because i don't normally fucking i don't normally forget i forget people's face or i don't forget a face but i forget names all the time so anyway uh yeah so she's qualified to run um and I can tell you right now, uh, Love for All just posted something about Texas, which is good to hear. Uh, I have a friend who went to Texas to the border to, and met Mike Flynn. Uh, well, he's kind of a shell too. And yeah. told me about Abbott. Told me Abbott is a rhino. Didn't tell me much more about him. Stantall said, uh, God dang, Abbott has been on my rhino radar from the beginning. Okay. Love I- for All said, who is that? My husband and I will donate to her. That is Candace Taylor. Yep. Uh, K-A-N-D-I-S-S, CandaceTaylor.com. Um, she is running for a governor of Georgia. Uh, we love her. We've had her on the show three or four times. We've spoken at her events. She is fantastic. We, we, she we is, get to introduce her normally, yeah, which is, she is freaking outstanding. Like a hundred percent grassroots candidate. Um Jesus, She's, guns, and babies. Yeah, that's, that's her platform. Her platform. As a matter of fact, there was a big article that was written up about her, kind of uh, almost, I wouldn't say almost a hit, a hit piece, piece, but it wasn't. But uh, she had, it was all about her platform. She's running on no shit. She's running on Jesus, guns, and babies. Yep. And, uh, I got to tell you, folks. Yeah, she's amazing. She couldn't be any more. She's honest. She's open. You can ask her anything. Uh, yep. You can talk to this woman. Um, I feel completely, um, I'm a hundred percent supportive and I am a white guy and it's not my whiteness showing through. It's just, <laughs> I support her because I believe in what she's talking about and I believe she's going to do what she says she's going to do. Yeah. And I also know, uh, well, I know where she should be staying at so I can go knock on the door and be like, Hey, what the fuck's going on right now? Because I don't understand. And, what the and you have doing. her cell phone number so you can just call her up. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> and I will. I don't don't fear. No, we don't fear Georgia. Will. I will call her out if she's not doing her Most job. Most definitely. Most and that's, definitely. That's what we have to do, though, with our politicians. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna put put your name behind a politician, you better be able to call that politician and be like, "What in exactly the fuck are you doing right now?" And um, Rob Marie said, yeah. "I think people don't like Abbott because he didn't push election fraud," and I agree. Yeah, but that that was, was a part of it. Really, election fraud though in Texas. It, yes, there was election fraud everywhere. Well, I, I I'm not. I'm not knocking that, but if, if your state went red anyway, you know, you kind of got to, but if you can prove fraud in a red state, in a that red one state went red, yes. then yes, you can prove it in any state. I get it. But at the same time that you do it for the sitting governor, you know, it, it would be kind of like shooting yourself in the dick, calling out your constituents saying, Hey, look, the fuck, you know, you all cheated. And I, I don't know it yet, but I'm going to get to the bottom of it. You know what I mean? If And he's looking at a, a re-election bid in 2022. So, of course, he's not. I See, that's real touchy. And I, it's not Which is I, probably why he didn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Which is probably a vi- fucking very good deal. Yeah. I love, the, said, uh, I love your interviews with her. We need a New York governor like her. Yes. Agree, I agree. Because I don't agree. know that Andrew Giuliani is going to no. be it. I 
shit. I'm not really sure. There's fraud in all 50. Got to knock all that shit off. I yeah, completely agree. There's and 100% fraud it, in all it's 50. It's coming. It, all I can say is it's coming. We, we're finally yep. getting some traction here in Georgia. We've got traction in Wisconsin going on. They're already talking about decertification in Wisconsin. A matter of fact, I don't know if you all heard about the vote today. Uh, but the vote today in Wisconsin uh, was a, was it, uh, they have uh, 64 counties in Wisconsin. It was 63 to two was the vote for decertification from Wisconsin right now. Uh, and I don't know if you heard and this And that's just either, a preliminary, preliminary vote. But uh, we need 34 states to get on for a convention of- Correct. Convention of states. States, correct. We have 27 right I, now. I heard that. I heard that. There are 27 states that have signed on for a convention of states and the Democrats are pissing their pants. Yeah, because- Because it's mostly conservative led and there is, it's, convention of states is no holds barred. It's never been done before. There's no rules. There's that's not no, true. It's been done before. It hasn't been done in 200 years. It was done during the Civil War. Mm, no, that- And post-Civil War. Yes, it was. It most certainly was. It was done pre and post-Civil War. They had a convention of states pre-Civil War. They had a convention of states post-Civil War. Okay. The article that I read said that they had never had a, con that they hadn't had a convention state. So there's no rules for it. And everyone's freaking out because it's, it's essentially no holds barred. Well, essentially what happened. Okay. So understand what the convention of states, first of all, does, does everybody understand what the, I, I'm, I hate to talk to people like they don't it's know. It's basically how you, I mean, you can rewrite the constitution in the convention of states. No. You cannot rewrite the Constitution. You can add to, you cannot take away from. Okay, so you can so pass an amendment. You can pass amendments yep. through the Convention of States without presidential de declaration. Yes, but you, don't, what you don't need a Convention of States to pass amendments. It's not required. You can pass amendments no, but you with need, a three-quarter vote with stop. presidential approval, but with, without a Convention of States. If you're going to do it normally, you do it with presidential approval, mm -hmm. which means that means it goes in front of the House. The House signs off on it. It goes in front of the Senate. Senate signs off of it. And then it goes to the president's desk. Mm -hmm. President signs off of it. Then it becomes a law. Yep. Now, difference being in a convention of states and a convention of states eliminate the House, the Senate and the president. All you have is the state. Yep. The states are now sitting there talking. But now the problem is this, right? Get this. Do you believe senators and congressmen are those people going up for the convention of states? Nope, sure ain't. It has nothing to do with them. And nope. it has to do with who the governor of the state is. Yep. The governor shows up in DC for this. Yep. So the difference between this is a convention of states is governors sitting around a great big table and they all go down the line. What do you want to do? Blah, blah, blah. They come out with their resolution of what they want to do. They give one chance to the Congress to pass it. The Senate has one chance to pass it. President has one chance to pass it. If the president, the Senate or Congress neglects any part of it, and it has to be all together, mm -hmm. one whole piece of document. If at any time one of those say, nope, not this, then guess what? At that point, the president of the convention of states then goes to his desk. He can sign it, which overrides all three of them and it becomes law anyway. This is the only difference. There is no, the founding fathers were fucking geniuses. When they came up with this idea of how we can still fuck the government without actually getting down on all fours and fucking the government, they were like, watch this, hold my this beer. This is why your governor is so important. You, you have to vote so for the important. right governor because this is where this is going to become even more important because all of this becomes such a really big fucking deal. Yeah, it really does. Uh, Title 10 authority or your uh, 10th Amendment authority 
this all goes back to your governor and what powers your governor has, especially in a convention of states. This is so important at a huge level because if we ever go back to that, and believe it or not, in the convention of states, the first one that came up, the 13th Amendment was brought up. And the convention of states, but understand in the convention of states, you have to have an overwhelming majority. It's a three quarters three vote quarters. or nothing. Yep. So three quarters of the U.S. states have to agree. The problem <laughs> with, with the convention of states that took place in, I want to say it was 1861 or 1862, was there wasn't enough northern states to abolish slavery. So it never passed the convention of states. That being said, though, <clears throat> the Civil War still happened. At the end of the Civil War, the Convention of States happened. It happened this time to determine what was going to happen to the Southern states because it wasn't necessarily agreed that the federal government should choose what happens to the Southern states. And even Northern governors stood up against the federal government and said, whoa, no, this isn't your choice. You don't have a choice what happens here. We have to have, as the states, all of us together have to have a choice as to what happens to the Southern states. Because what the Southern states were fearing was obviously reprisal from the federal government for basically bowing out of the U.S. As US well they government. should have. That's and, exactly what they got. And this is why the Convention of States is so important, because there was enough northern states that stood up and said, no, you do not have the right to decide what's going to happen to the southern states. And Abraham Lincoln was actually stripped of those powers, and he was not allowed to make that decision about what was going to happen to the southern states. Instead, the governors did. The governors wrote up a a document, gave it to Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln had it brought by General Grant to Arlington, where Lee signed that document. And that is what has ever since precluded the that final convention of states. It's only happened twice in our history. Okay. There's very few rules for what can actually take place because Robert's rules go right out the fucking door. You can say whatever you want to say. The governors can go in there and fight however hard they want to fight for it. But at the end of the day, the point is, is they remove the power from the president, the Senate, and the Congress. And it goes back to the governors and the governors get to make the decision. And if the Senate and the Congress and the president decide to neglect any part of it, then the governors at that point have the choice to say, nope, now it's law, watch this, well, hold my beer. I, I have a couple of suggestions if we do get to a convention of states, which would be age, age limits, not age minimums, but age maximums in in office. government, in yep. office, yep. Term limits? Yeah, ter term limits both for elected officials and staffers. All the way down the line. Everybody. Everybody, Everybody has a term, term limit, limit. Yep. period. Eight years, you're done. Yep. I don't care. If you work in the, eight years, you're out. Government yep. Government service, you're out, period. Um, I think all, everyone elected should, to office should have to pass a security background check. Like a, they should be able to get a, Top secret security clearance, period. Or Every at least a, a top top secret, absolutely. At least a, a basic level of security what, clearance. Secret? No. You, secret, You yes. should be able to secret. get a top secret. Because I'm sorry, where you're at and what you're making decisions for, yep. you should be able to get a top secret security clearance and nothing less. Yeah. If you can't get that, then guess what? You can't run for yep. office. Yeah. I, not only that, not only that, you should also have to disclose all of your personal income statements, yep. everything you've ever made money from, anywhere you've gotten money. I don't give a fuck where it came from. I yeah. can care less because the problem that we have is we have paid for pieces of shit yeah. that are sitting in our government right now. Your, your neighbor down the street gave you 20 bucks because your credit card didn't you work at the gas station. It. You damn well better report it. You better report it. Yep. Not only that, if we find you doing something illegal, 
Uh, not only should you be arrested, your trial should be publicly televised so that the American people should see it. And whatever punishment happens to you, that should also be publicly televised. And I also say bring back flogging. And that sexual harassment fund for Congress needs to go. Go. Yeah. Oh, go. that needs to yeah, go quick. That needs to go. Term limits for sure. And financial disclosures. And financial yes. disclosures. Yeah. yeah. And, but I'm, I'm telling you, the age limits, like the maximum age limits, I think are so important because... I'm sorry, you get to a certain age, you start to lose your mental facilities. That's just what happens. Look at office today. Look it's, what's going it's on today. Just, it's just what happens, especially now the fact that so many of them have taken this jab and it is an accelerant. It accelerates your aging just like it does everything else. Let me, let me you put get it to brain you this fog. Way. It on. has now been proven. They've now come out and said that COVID-19 and the jab because the spike protein causes brain damage. Okay, hold on, time out. Let me make sure that I, I put this to you all in the right way. I wanna make sure not only for the audience, but for my wife as well, that you all hear me properly. Um, remember, Putin didn't invade Russia to invade Russia. This hasn't happened since World War II. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you so just made my point. Okay. I, I'm just throwing it out. There. I know. So either way, we will be back tomorrow night at 6.30. Yes, um, I'm so excited for tomorrow. Uh, we have Dr. Pavlesky uh, coming on tomorrow. Uh, Dr. Pavlesky, I'm sorry. I'm so I'm so horrible. 35. I can never get his, uh, yes. 35 is the minimum age limit for president. Yeah. You have to be over the age of 35. Which is crazy because here in, here in Not Savannah. Not this pure blood, bitches. Here, yeah, I like here in it. Savannah at the, uh, the St. Patrick's Day Parade in order to be Grand Marshal of the Parade you Committee, have you, have be, you have to be 55. Or 55. Because yeah. you have 10 years before yeah. you can be Grand Marshal. Yep. You have to be 55. But to be President of the United States, you only have to be 35. So anyway, um, so uh, Dr. Polevsky, he does uh, he does Critically Thinking podcast with Dr. Tenpenny, and he does the Five Docs podcast as well with uh, Dr. Tenpenny and Dr. Lee Merritt and Dr. Majay. Anyway, um, he is probably one of my favorite of the five docs. Um, so I'm very excited to have him on. That's good because I've never heard him. So I know you're going to like him though. This will be interesting. He's from Long Island. Jesus. Yes. Christ, we're all screwed. But he's awake. <clears throat> like he's an awake doctor from Long Island that's been we'll see. talking out about this stuff. We'll see. And he's, he's like, he's talked on my level about energies and um to depopulation agendas and all, all this so he's done like more than 20 hits of acid his whole entire life probably right. <laughs> so, anyway and then um and on thursday we have uh, james from we the people radio coming on as well he'll be co-hosting with us he for a new uh, show. uh i think we're gonna have a whole lot of fun with him yeah he's from jersey and uh He's in Vegas right now, but he's from Jersey. I have a so. whole lot of fun with people from Jersey. Yep. Because so. there's green stuff over there in Jersey. Yeah. yeah. That's what we grew up learning in the least. I, I learned that it smelled, we literally called it the armpit of America because yeah. it smells like freaking rotten Nuclear eggs waste. all the time. Either way, we're way <laughs> okay. over time. We are. Um, we're going to turn you back over to Josh, the Red Hill Project. So either way, folks, uh, have a good night. Like, share, subscribe, of course. Yep. And um, hey. Not going to take we're it. We're not going to take it. Yep. Thanks for listening. So for the Mick. And V Lynn. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow night.